a Stranger Talk original series. Chapter 2 The Land of Barovia. Part 2 Souls and Shells. Barovians are made of flesh and blood. They are born, they live, they age, and they die. But not all of them, only about one in, in every ten have souls. When a being with a soul dies in Barovia, that soul remains trapped in Strahd's domain until it is reincarnated in a reborn. It can take decades for a bodiless soul to find a host, and Barovians who share the same soul over generations tend to look alike. That is why Irene Koyana, who looks exactly like Strahd's beloved Tatiana, both women were born with the same soul. Strahd needs loyal subjects to feed him feed his ego. Barovians without souls are empty shells created by his consciousness to fill out the local population. Although they are physically indistinguishable from Barovians with souls, they tend to be bereft of charm and imagination, and to be more compliant and depressed than the others. They dress in drab clothes, clothing, whereas Barovians who have souls wear clothes. A woman, soulless or not, can give birth. A child born in Barovia might have a soul even if one or both parents do not. Conversely, child of two parents with souls isn't certain to have a soul of its own. Barovians without souls are maudlin folk who experience fear but neither laugh nor cry. Irina Koyana and her brother Ismark both have souls as do all the Stani, which Barovians have souls which don't affect up to you. Strahd periodically feeds on the blood of Barovians of souls, but he has the nourishment from the blood of the souls. He, tell, he can tell at a glance whether a Barovian has a soul or is merely a shell. If Strahd is defeated, the fog that surrounds Barovia fades away, allowing the inhabitants of the valley to leave if they wish. Only those who have souls, however, can truly leave this place. Soulless Barovians cease to exist as soon as they exit the valley. Barovians and non-humans. Barovians are human, although they know that dwarves, elves, halflings, and other civilized races exist. Few living Barovians have 
seen such creatures, let alone interacted with them aside from aside from secretive dusk elves of Balaki, the human the only hum, non human humans most Barovians are familiar with are the adventures that Strahd has lured to this dark realm, which is Cleveland and his friends. Barovian Barovians thus react to non-human characters the same way. Most humans in the real world would react to elf, dwarf, dwarf, half-orc adventurers suddenly walking the streets. Most such outsiders are scorned, feared, or shunned. Barovian lore. Typical Barovians know certain facts or have certain beliefs about their existence and their surroundings. This common lore is summarized. The demon Strahd, the devil Strahd, about Strahds and vampires, and the Barovians believed following Strahd von Zerovich is a vampire and he dwells in Castle Ravenloft. No one is welcome at the castle. The devil Strahd is a cursed place, curse placed on the land because of a forgotten sin of the Barovian ancestors. This is untrue, but Barovians believe it nonetheless. A vampire must rest in its coffin during the day. At night, it can summon wolves and vermin to do its bidding. A vampire can transform into a bat, a wolf, or a cloud of mist in its humanoid form. It can, it can dominate you with its powerful gaze. A vampire can't enter a residence without an invitation from one of the occupants. So basically, basically the Barovians sleep during, I think they sleep, yeah, they sleep during the night. And then they get up, they, they either sleep or they stay inside during the night. And then they wake up during the day to do all their things. Because, you know, Strahd von Zerovich asleep during the day. Running water burns a vampire like acid, and the sunlight causes a vampire to burst into flames. The Land of Barovia Barovians know the following facts about their homeland. Anyone who attempts to leave the land of Barovia begins to choke on the fog. Those who don't turn back perish. Many strangers have been drawn to Barovia over the years, but they all die or disappear before long. Wolves, darewolves, and werewolves prowl prowl the Svalich woods, and the hungry bats fill the skies at night. The village of Barovia sits at the east end of the valley, and Burgomaster its burgomaster is named Koyan Indrovich. Indrovich. The town of Volki lies in the heart of the valley. It's, it's um, the fortified, the fortified, the fortified, fortified village of Kret, 
fortress lies at the west end of the valley. It is built around an old abbey. The village burgomaster is named Dmitri Preskov. I have a feeling, I have a feeling they're all going to be meeting. Dmitri. Wine is the lifeblood of Barovia. For some, it is the only reason to keep alive, keep living. Barovian taverns get their wine from from the Wizard of Wines, of Wines Winery near Kreb. A mad wizard with great power haunts the for the foothills of Mount Beratok. He is an outsider, no friend of the vampires. Beliefs and superstitions. The Bolivians have deep-rooted religious beliefs and superstitions that they pass down from other, from one generation to the next. Two divine forces watch over the Barovian people, the Morning Lord and Mother Night. Before the curse of straw befell, befell, the, befell the land, Morning, Morning Lord watched over the Barovian people from sunrise until sundown. Now the sun has not shone, shone, a, shone, a nose. Anuskud creatures, and the Morning Lord no longer answers their prayers. The presence of Mother Night is felt most strongly between dusk and dawn, although nighttime prayed. It is, it is widely believed that she has forsaken the Barovian people and sent the devil straw to punish them for their ancestors' offenses. Spirits drift along the, o the Ode's village road toward the castle, Raven Loft. In the dead of night, these phantoms are all that remains of Strahd's enemies, and this dam damnable fate upon, upon awaits anyone who opposes him. The Vistani serve the devil Strahd. They allow they alone are alone allowed to leave Barovia. Never harm a raven, lest ill fortune befall you. The Vistani The Vistani Singular Vistana are a wanderers who live outside civilizations traveling Traveling about in the horse drawn bar barrel barrel top wagons called called barks, which they built themselves. Compared to the compared to the Barovians, they are flam they are flamboyant. The Stani dress dress in bright clothes, laugh often, and drink have drink heartily. As much as much as they feel at home in Strahd's dreary, dreary land, they know they can leave it whenever they please, and aren't damned to spend eternity there. The standing, the standing, 
Arcebra Smith, Coppersmith, and Haber Bashes. Cooks, weavers, musicians, entertainers, storytellers, tool makers, and horse traders. They also earn money by telling fortunes and telling information. They spend whatever they can. They spend whatever they earn to support a lavish lifestyle. Display their wealth openly as signs of prosperity, and share their good fortune with family and friends. Each family or clan of Vistani is its own little Jeraton Jeroto. Gerontocracy with the oldest member ruling the roost. This elder this elder carries the bulk of the responsibilities for for enforcing traditions enforcing traditions settling disputes dispute setting setting the course for the group's travels and perceiving, preserving the Vistani way of life. Vistani elders make all the important decisions, but whether by choice or because of their age, tend to speak in cryptic, flowering, glowing riddles. Vistani families, families and clans are close knit are closely knit. They resolve disagreements contests that end with reconciliation, reconciliatory, singing, dancing, and storytelling. Although they can seem lazy and irresponsible to outsiders, the Vistani are serious people quick to act when their lives or traditions are threatened. They earn initially and they believe they must be Vistani who know knowingly bring harm or misfortune to others of their kind are, are banished. The worst punishment a Vistani can imagine, even worse than death. Strahd's Vistani Servants During one of Strahd's military campaigns, years before he became a, a vampire, a group of Vistani rescued him after he was wounded in the battle. These Vistani not, not only nursed Strahd back to health, but also delivered him safely home. As a reward for their generosity, Strahd declared that all Vistani had the right to come and go from his land as they pleased. And this privilege extends to the present day. Those Vistani can travel through, through the park and surround Barovia without, without fear of harm or Entrapment. Strahd's aunt, Strahd honors his debt to the to Vistani in part because he envies the Vistani way of life. The, the freedom they have to go where they please, their devotion to family, and, this, and their festive spirit. The courtesy is show it he shows them is not simply a matter of honor, but is also born from his admiration of them. When the creatures said since Strahd became a vampire, 
Many Bastani have allowed themselves to be corrupted by Strahd to extend that they that they consider him their king. Bastani who serve Strahd are less lively and friendly than normal Bastani, and their hearts are poisoned with dark intentions. Strahd uses the lure, uses them to lure adventurers into his domain. Which is, you know, Cleveland and his friends again. I don't, I don't see how Cleveland actually didn't see. Maybe, maybe the Vistani kept, kept secret of of the, of Brovia, or something like that. Yeah. Where am I? Okay, yeah. Lure adventurers into his domain. And keep him informed about the events occurring in the land and lands beyond his reach. These Vistani will lie, lie to protect the vampire, which is what they did when they saw um, Cleveland. They saw Cleveland and then Cleveland and his friends, and they fear the consequences of disobeying him. When it comes to sharing information about the Dark Master, Strahd's Vistani pretend him to be hopeful, but the information they impact, impart is misleading at best, and often deceptive. They readily tell adventurers that they have a potion that protects them from the deadly fog that surrounds Barovia, although this is a lie. They tend to sell their fake potions for as much money as they can get, which then lures Cleveland, Cleveland, and his friends into Barovia. Vistani, Vistani know or believe certain facts about their people and their surroundings. This common lore is summarized. Strahd von Zervich about Strahd. The Vistani believe the following. Strahd comes from a royal bloodline. He died centuries ago, yet endures as one of the undead, feasting on the blood of the living. Barovians refer to him as the Devil Strahd. Strahd has taken, has taken many consorts, but he has known only one true love. A Barovian peasant girl named Tatiana. The Vistani don't know what happened to her. Strahd named his castle Ravenloft after his beloved mother, Queen Raven, Queen Ravenova, Ravenovia. Strangers aren't welcome at the castle without an invitation. The land of the land of Barovia. Strahd conquered his, this land centuries ago, and named his father after his named named it after his father, King Brove. Strahd uses wolves, bats, and other creatures to spy on all of his realm ruins. Simply frightened people. Some have old souls, but many do not. The soulless. I think we already talked about this one. Yeah. 
So, yeah. Oh my god, guys. We're battle. If someone spot it. Spots. Alright. Strahd spies. As the... As the undisputed master of Barovia. Strahd has many spies. From the swarms of bats. To wandering. Vistani. Who report to him at dawn. And dusk. Each day. These agents constantly patrol the land of Barovia and report everything they see. Every day and night, they carry, every day and night, <coughs> every day and night that we remain in Barovia, one or more of the vampire spy checks up on us and attempts and attempts to return to Stroll with the report. When a spy appears, we who have positive passive passive wisdom perception score equal to or greater than the spies dexterity stealth check notice it a spy does not constitute an encounter if we are unaware of its presence if they do if if we do notice it Spy school is the unusual is usually escape, not combat. A secondary goal for a spy might be to acquire some physical object, a possession, an article of clothing, or even some part 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 of Cleveland and his friend's body, such as a lock of hair, a strawed can use to improve the efficiency of his of his scrying spell. If one of Strahd's spy is confronted by the party, which is Cleveland and his friends, the spy attempts to grab some of some accessible items from us before fleeing. If Strahd requires such an item, he uses his scrying spell to learn as much as he can about the party. Before planning his next attack and to verify what his spies have already told him that is all see you guys but wait there is something else Cleveland and his friends were then after they saved him they were then invited to the Mad Mage's mansion on Mountain Baratok. We will continue this in Chapter 3, The Village of Barovia.